Imagine you're driving in your car and then you go over a bump and realize that a little bit of a pee leaked out in your pants. One of the reasons why this could happen is because of urinary incontinence. Urinary incontinence affects twice as many females as males. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about why it happens and what are the things that you can do to possibly prevent it. Strap in and let's get started right after a word from our sponsor. So, urinary incontinence. Basically, it's a loss of bladder control. The two most common types of urinary incontinence that affect women are stress incontinence and urge incontinence, also called the overactive bladder, you've probably heard that. As I've said before, incontinence affects twice as many females as males. This may be because of pregnancy, childbirth, and menopause. You might have heard about this on TV or from commercials, but I want you to know that urinary incontinence is not a normal part of aging, and it can be treated. Let's first get our definitions right. Urinary incontinence is a loss of bladder control, or basically leaking urine. Urine is made by the kidneys, and it's stored in the bladder. The bladder has muscles that tighten when you need to urinate. When your bladder is full and you want to go pee, basically the bladder muscles tighten. The urine is forced out of your bladder through a little tube called the urethra. At the same time, the muscle, the sphincter, around the urethra relaxes to let the urine out of your body. So understanding these two mechanisms, you can probably guess that urinary incontinence can happen because of two major reasons. The first reason is when your bladder wall muscles basically contract without you wanting to, or because the sphincter muscle at the end of the urethra is not strong enough to pinch the urethra shut. As you can imagine, this causes a sudden strong urge to urinate that you may not be able to control. And I'm not saying you, the person who it happens to. The pressure caused by laughing, sneezing, or exercising can cause a person to leak urine. Urinary incontinence may also happen if there's a problem with the nerves that control the bladder muscles and the urethra. Imagine the nerves all of a sudden firing and the bladder contracting. Urinary incontinence can mean you leak a small amount of urine or release a lot of urine all at once. So who gets urinary incontinence? Well, urinary incontinence affects twice as many females as males. This is because, as I've alluded to before, because of reproductive health events, such as pregnancy, childbirth, and menopause, which are unique to women, and they affect the bladder, urethra, and other muscles that support these organs. Urinary incontinence can happen to women of any age, but it's more common for older women. This is probably because of hormonal changes during menopause. Imagine more than 4 in 10 women over age of 65 have urinary incontinence. The valid question that you might ask is that men get older as well. Why is it that it doesn't affect them as well as much? Well, as I've said before, women have unique health events such as pregnancy, childbirth, and menopause, and that affects their urinary tract and the surrounding muscles. The pelvic floor muscles that support the bladder, urethra, the urethrus, which is the womb, and the bowels may become weaker or damaged. When the muscles that support the urinary tract are weak, the muscles in the urinary tract must work harder to hold the urine until you're ready to urinate. This extra stress or pressure on the bladder and the urethra can cause the urinary incontinence or the leakage. Also remember that the female urethra is shorter than the male urethra. You can Google it or you can go check out my TikTok video, I've actually shown the difference. The female urethra is significantly shorter. Any weakness or damage to the urethra of a woman is more likely to cause urinary incontinence. This is because there's less muscle keeping the urine until you're ready to urinate. In fact, a lot of men, when they get older, they face the opposite issue. The male urethra passes through what's called the prostate gland, which gets bigger over years, 
and can sometimes impede the passage of urine. Now that you know all of this, you're probably wondering what are the symptoms of urinary incontinence. Well, urinary incontinence is not a disease by itself. Urinary incontinence is a symptom of another health problem, usually a weak pelvic floor muscle. In addition to urinary incontinence, some women have other urinary symptoms. So it's not the only things that I've mentioned before. And some of these are, there's like three main ones. Uh, the first one that I can think of is the pressure or spasms in the pelvic area that causes a strong urge to urinate. The second one, going to the bathroom more usual than normal. And by saying that, I mean more than eight times a day, more than twice per night. And finally, the extreme case is uh, urinating while sleeping, or it's called bedwetting. Now let's talk about what causes urinary incontinence. Well, urinary incontinence is usually caused by problems with the muscles, like I said before, or the nerves that help the bladder control or pass urine. See, certain health events are unique to women, such as pregnancy, childbirth, and menopause, like I've said before. These can cause problems with these muscles or nerves even as well. That is the reason why I keep mentioning this, because there's a lot of pressure that's going inside that area of a female and um, the nerves as well as the muscles can be damaged. However, there are other causes of urinary incontinence, and these include being overweight, having constipation, as I've said before, having nerve damage, or even having a surgery. Any surgery that involves the woman's reproductive system, such as uh, hysterectomy, can damage the supporting pelvic floor muscles, especially if the urethrus is removed. As far as being overweight, having being overweight puts pressure on the bladder, which can weaken the muscles over time. You're basically damaging the muscle over years and not noticing, and then when it happens, then you start to have urinary incontinence. A weak bladder cannot hold as much urine as a non-weak bladder. And the last thing I want to talk about is the constipation part. The problems with bladder control can happen to people with long-term, say, chronic constipation. Constipation or straining to have bowel movement can put stress or pressure on the bladder and the pelvic floor muscles. This weakens the muscles and can cause urinary incontinence or leaking. Remember that some medications can also cause urinary incontinence. It can be the side effect of medications such as diuretics or the water pills. You normally take them for blood pressure control but also for other reasons as well. And the crazy thing is that the incontinence might go away when you stop taking the medication. But don't stop taking the medication unless you speak to your doctor. You know what else causes incontinence? Caffeine. Drinks with caffeine can cause the bladder to basically fill quickly, which can cause you to leak urine. See, some studies suggest that women who drink more than two cups of drinks with caffeine per day may be more likely to have problems with incontinence. You basically can limit caffeine and it may help with incontinence because there's less strain on your bladder. Again, less strain, less incontinence chances. And finally, what woman has not experienced infections? Infections of basically urinary tract and bladder may cause incontinence for a short time. Bladder control often returns when infections go away. Now let's talk about how urinary incontinence is treated. See, you and your doctor or nurse will have to work together to create a treatment plan. And again, I would like to emphasize you and your doctor or nurse. You may start these steps at home, basically. They can tell you what to do and you can start to perform certain exercises, which I'm going to basically discuss in just a little bit. If these steps do not improve your symptoms, your doctor or nurse may recommend other treatments, depending on whether you have stress incontinence or urge incontinence or maybe even both. I know it's really uncomfortable, but be patient as you work with your doctor or nurse 
on a treatment plan. They're trying to help you out. It may take months or longer for different treatment methods to begin working. What are the things that you can take at home to treat urinary incontinence? Like I said, this is not a medical advice. However, I'd like to tell you just for your education only. Your doctor or your nurse is going to tell you what to do. But here are the things that uh, they might tell you. You can do what's called Kegel exercises. Especially for those who have stress incontinence, Kegel exercises help to straighten your pelvic floor muscles and it might help with the incontinence. You can look up Kegel exercises or K-E-G-E-L on Google and see what they look like. Remember, do not perform Kegel exercises because they may not help your urinary symptoms and may even cause you to have more problems. Sometimes training your bladder can help. You can help control overactive bladder or urge incontinence by going to the bathroom at certain set times. Start tracking how often you go to the bathroom each day, then slowly add about 15 minutes between bathroom visits. The trick here is that to urinate each time, even if you don't feel the urge to go. The end goal here is to gradually increase the amount of time between visits. Your bladder learns to hold more urine before it signals that it needs to go again. And the last three things are basically losing weight. The extra weight can put more pressure on your bladder and nearby muscles, which can lead to problems with bladder control. Uh, changing your eating habits, drink less caffeine, carbonation, carbonated drinks or alcohol, it may help with bladder leakage. Finally, quit smoking, because smoking can basically make many health problems occur, including urinary incontinence, or it can make it even worse. And finally, the very last one, but not least, treating constipation. Your doctor might recommend that you eat more fiber since constipation can make urinary incontinence worse because you keep putting pressure on your bowels, aka on your bladder as well. And eating foods with a lot of fiber can also help with the constipation. And finally, before I let you go, I want to talk to you about the Kegel exercises. Uh, the studies have shown that 4 in 10 women improve their symptoms after trying Kegels. Kegels can be done daily and uh, may be especially helpful during pregnancy. But again, do not start them until you talk to your doctor. This is just for education. These Kegels can help prevent the weakening of the pelvic floor muscles, which often happens during pregnancy and childbirth. Your pelvic floor muscles can also weaken with age and less physical activity. You see how crazy it is? Everything is tied up together. Uh, if you've heard my previous episodes, I've talked about the importance of exercise and daily walks and exercising 150 minutes if you're healthy enough per week. And there are, there are lots of health benefits, this one being one of them. And in case if you're wondering how do you perform the Kegels exercises, here's the basic premise. Lie down, squeeze the muscles of your genital area, then relax, then squeeze the muscles again. Practice Kegels anywhere, basically. Well, this was a quick introduction to urinary incontinence. I hope this was helpful and kind of have educated you on this topic. I'm not expecting you to be an expert in this area because you have to do your own research and basically talk to your doctor if you experience any of these symptoms. And if you're a young female who doesn't have urinary incontinence, it's something to know. I think the more you know, the better armed you're going to be in the future. And as always, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Please share this podcast with somebody who might find it interesting. Our podcast community keeps growing. As always, I want to wish you a happy life and until next time.